Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to the Black and Gold Blitz. You follow me on the X at It Happens, uh, but lots to get into today. And the Steelers are in Tampa tonight. Uh, they're going to take on the Buccaneers to open preseason play. We'll have a recap tomorrow on that. But we're 30 days until uh, the 49ers uh, come to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers to open up the season. So 30 days away on that. And again, uh, the game against Tampa tonight, we'll see what happens there and make sure you get a, get a full update or a full recap for you on anything significantly that might happen in that game. I was thinking about this. What a difference a year makes um, when it comes to the quarterback position with Pittsburgh. I've been critical of Mike Tomlin and how he handled or mishandled the quarterback situation last year. Um, Mitch Trubisky was named the starter, and it seemed like the most logical move would be to see how the team fared maybe in the first eight games before the bye week. And then if they weren't happy with Trubisky or where things were going, um, let Pickett start after the bye week nine. Uh, give him a full two weeks of uh, first-team reps before starting at home against the Saints. That's what I thought the ideal situation would be if you're not going to start. Because Pickett got you know very little, if any, first-team reps in the preseason last year, if I remember correctly. But instead, what Tomlin did was um, he put him in mid-game against the Jets uh, in week four. The Steelers lost that one. Uh, Pickett had three interceptions in that game. They dropped three of the next four for going on an incredible run to end the season. So it worked out. And look, it... Looking back now, yes, Pickett picked things up, looked great as he's been on, more of a game manager, but still, you saw moments, saw flashes there where he looked good, and so looked very good, and so now you've got a nearly a whole season as a starter under your belt versus coming in this year as maybe a half season as a starter uh, before you do this. So it did work out. It doesn't mean it was the right move, though, in my opinion, because I I know you have to suffer growing pains, but I think it would have been better to just wait until the bye week to do it but no matter what, right now, it's a different story because Pickett's getting all first-team reps. Trubisky's the backup, and Mason Rudolph and rookie Tanner Morgan are kind of vying for that number three spot. Rudolph's cheap enough still, experienced enough. I think we'll get the job. I think Tanner Morgan will get released, um, maybe throw on the practice squad after that. We'll see. So going through the depth chart, we'll go over the offense today and then look at defense next time, but we'll know more about things also as more depth charts get released. But Najee Harris and Jalen Warren will obviously be the top two backs um, I expect the Steelers will just carry three like traditional running backs. Uh, probably Anthony McFarland will be the one in that role. But don't forget about Kendrick Green. Now, it, I said traditional running backs, but Kendrick Green's the offensive lineman who's getting a lot of work um, as a fullback in a fullback situation there, and uh, quite successfully so far. Uh, enough so that I think he will be part of the 53-man roster, even if he's not an offensive lineman, I think there's enough of a role for him to stick around. Versatility also helps out on that, but I think he will be on uh, the 53-man 53 53 roster, we have to cut that down end of August. I'll be very curious to see how they manage the tight ends on this roster because we know Pat Fryer meets the starter. We know the rookie Darnell Washington has been better than advertised. And they first thought it would be a blocker or something. He's a massive, and he's doing great things in the red zone. So um, he's been one of the stars of camp so far. Will they keep both Connor Hayward and Zach Gentry? Uh, they're both versatile players also. So... Their initial depth chart, that's how they got the four of them listed. They could very well 
keep four tight ends on this roster again this year just because of how much these guys can all do. And you, I mean, fire me some, you know, Washington locks. Hayward, uh, Connor Hayward, and uh, Zach Gentry both bring more to the table than just as a tight end. They do other things as well. So I, I do think they'll probably keep all four. I'm not sure who the one, you know, will be the person on the roster who loses their spot because of the Steelers keep four tight ends, but I do expect them to keep four. Switching over to the wide receivers. And we know it's going to be Deontay Johnson's going to have a bounce back here. Deontay Johnson last year, for how many targets he had to never catch a touchdown pass, is insane. He's going to have a big-time bounce back here this year, I believe, um, only for a couple reasons. One, because he's a damn good receiver. A second year of Kenny Pickett's going to be better. And George Pickens is doing wonderful things in camp as well. And now you've got Allen Robinson added in the mix. I've always been an Allen Robinson fan. Um, I think that this offense has a chance to be special, but it'll all depend, again, on that offensive line and what they do. Uh, the offensive line is going to dictate a lot as far as how successful the running game is, and it's all going to trickle from that. If the offensive line sucks, pick it won't have time to throw, Harris won't have room to run, they'll be in trouble. Uh, if the, the offensive line's good, Harris opens up great things for the passing game. Uh, you have to respect Harris running the ball more now, and you also have Jalen Warren out there as a threat. And then also you get Pickett more time to throw to this dynamic group of receivers. And I did say dynamic. I do believe they are. Um, I think that, uh, the, like I say, I think the offense can be really special if the offensive line can do what they're supposed to do. I love, love the Isaac uh, Sayamalo signing from the Philadelphia Eagles, the guard. Um, and so that was a great pickup by them. I'm glad they got him. A little injury prone. Hope he stays healthy, but I love what he brings to the table for them. Now, this group of offensive linemen that they're probably going to keep, there's a lot of versatility there. And that's what I like, too. you got guys who play multiple positions along the line. A, a few of these guys can. And that's a big plus uh, because you don't want one injury to cripple your offensive line. You want to be able to move guys around based on guys get dinged up or if someone's underperforming. You want to have that flexibility. The Steelers have that this year. I know they want to take it slowly with Broderick Jones, the rookie. But they obviously liked him enough to trade up for him in the draft. They made a big move there. I love the move. If he isn't an impact player this year, though, I will be disappointed. Um... I think that if you spend that kind of draft capital on a first-round offensive lineman, you do it with the thinking being, this guy's going to be a starter this year for us. And I know he's not; he might not start from day one. I understand that if he doesn't. But he better be an impact player this year, or I'm going to be skeptical of the deal looking back. Um, the initial depth chart, you got Dan Moore uh, Jr. at left tackle. Uh, you've got... Um, uh, Sayamalo at left guard, Mason Cole at center, James Daniels at right guard, and Shakuma Okaufor at right tackle. Uh, Jones is listed as a second string left tackle. Nate Herbeg is um, the backup right guard. He can also fill in the center if needed there. That's that versatility I talked about. I feel a lot better about the depth and overall talent this season on the line. And I feel like if somebody does get hurt or somebody does underperform, it's not going to cripple the team. But a second year of Kenny Pickett as a starter is huge for them because he's the game will slow down for him now. I'm sure the game was looking incredibly fast for him last year, coming in and the way he was thrown into the fire. But he got better as the year went on, more confident as the year went on. And now you're adding Allen Robinson and you're adding better offensive linemen. And look, like I say, a second year in this. This is the second year as a starter now because he started you know most of last year. Um, is going to be huge for Pittsburgh. So, look, we're 30 days out in San Francisco. Can't wait to see what this team looks like. Uh, the game in Tampa tonight, and we'll get a recap on that, see how the Steelers do. But you can follow me again on the X at that happens. You speak with it. Follow me on 
on the X as it happens. Uh, but this again has been um, the Black and Gold Blitz on Fantasy Sports powered by DSP Media. We'll do another, like I say, recap on that uh, Buccaneer Steelers game next time we do a recording here. Have a great day.